0: Yes, good morning. Oh, it's great to see you all, great to have you all here, great to be with you. Uh, hello in S2. Uh, I was in with you guys last week, had a lot of fun, so I hope you're having a great time through there as well. Um, I know that you're intrigued about what's going to happen with these post-it notes. Uh, in about 12 minutes, it will all become clear, so try to resist the urge to doodle on them, okay, because you will need them in a bit, and we're going to have a bit of fun together. Um, why don't we pray before I start? Father, we just uh, want to thank you for being with us. We just want to say that we love you and we love your presence with us. And, um, Father, we're just looking to you for amazing things to happen this morning. We're looking to you for miracles, for life change, for breakthrough. Thank you that that's what you love to do. And so, Father, we just pray, would you come and have your way among us this morning. Do amazing things, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning we are continuing our Life in the Spirit series where we are looking at what our lives could look like, what fruit might develop and grow in our lives if we allow the Holy Spirit to take charge and to fill us again and again. And we've been looking at Galatians chapter 5, at some of the fruits that might grow in our lives if we let the Holy Spirit break in. Let's just remind ourselves of this passage. Galatians 5 verse 22 and 23 says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And this morning, I want us to take a moment to look at God's kindness and the fruit of the spirit of God's kindness in our lives. And uh, I'm just going to go through very briefly three things about god's kindness that we can learn about god's kindness and then we're going to do a very fun activity to put god's kindness into practice with each other so that is the plan but just to say as we were praying before the service this morning one thing that stood out to me was that god the truth is god loves to demonstrate his kindness by being kind to us and so i just want us to i want to encourage us to be expectant this morning that while i'm speaking even God, he, because he's so kind, he is just eager to demonstrate his kindness. So even while I'm speaking, I want us to be expectant that. People might get healed. Your body might get healed as I'm speaking this morning. Situations and circumstances in your family might turn around this morning. Despair that you've been feeling or hopelessness might get lifted off in this moment because God wants to and loves to demonstrate his kindness to his people. So you guys ready? Yeah. Anything could happen. Uh, But let me just start with this. I want to to remind us right at the beginning of this. Number one, kindness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Kindness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. What this scripture in Galatians doesn't say is that if you want more kindness in your life, if you want to be more kind to yourself, more kind to other people, you need to try harder. You need to work harder to be kind. What it says is if you want to be more kind to yourself or the people around you, you need to hang out more with the one who is perfectly kind. You need to connect with the one who is kindness, kind through and through. You need to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you afresh again and again, so that kindness gets deposited in your heart. It's a fruit of the Spirit. And Jesus said it a little bit differently, but in a similar way. When he said in John chapter 15, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Let me just quickly illustrate this for us. I'm, I'm looking for a few volunteers. I've asked Matt to come and help me, and Matt is going to come and be a tree. I thought, he would be a, I thought he would make a good good tree, and you're going to put those over your head. And I need a couple of kids oh to God. come around, around your neck, around your neck., A yeah. couple of kids to come and help me be branches. So um, you mind coming up and helping me? Come on anyone and another kid anyone else want to quickly run up yeah come 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 anyone else come on run run up the front if you want to come and help yeah there you go come on up here sir up here mind the water so you're going to stand that side oh yes yes <laughs> and you you come over this side this side behind the other side of matt with so old branches okay so there's your little branch there you go move over that side right so matt's making a very good tree so come over this way a little bit come over this yeah you say that brilliant okay so jesus said essentially i'm a tree and jesus is kind kindness through and through jesus oozes kindness jesus is perfect kindness And what this is saying to us is that if we as branches are not connected to the tree, if we are not connected into Jesus, then we cannot draw from the kindness that he carries. We cannot produce the fruit that Jesus produces if we are not connected to him and remaining in him. However, if we remain in the tree, connecting with the tree, there we are, good. If we remain in the tree, what's true of the tree starts to become true of us okay what's true of the tree starts to become true of us and the truth is that the more we look to him the more we connect with jesus the more we allow the holy spirit to convict us where we're not being kind and help us with grace to become more kind the more we will produce kindness naturally because we are hanging out the one who is perfectly kind and he is working in our hearts kindness is a fruit of the spirit Okay, so thank you guys. Can we thank our friend? You can take that with you. You can, you can take that with you to remind yourself. Take that with you. I'm going to keep the sticks. Very wise. So first thing we need to realize, kindness is a fruit of the Spirit. It's about hanging out with the one who's perfectly kind. How are you doing at connecting with him? How are you doing at looking to him? How are you doing at spending time with him? How are you doing at saying, Holy Spirit, fill me again with your love. Fill me again with your kindness so I can give it away. Secondly, when we're kind, we get to look a bit like God. Turn to the person next to you and say, when you're kind, you're a bit like God. <laughs> Very good. Notice I said a bit like God, because the truth is, when we are kind, we, we reflect something of God's kindness, but we can't be totally like him because he is on a whole other level in terms of kindness. God is always perfectly kind. He is always kind to us. And let me just read this to you from Titus chapter 3 about something of God's kindness. It says, When God our Saviour revealed his kindness kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Saviour, Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. This scripture just tells us some of what God's kindness to us looks like. It says that God's kindness to us resulted in him saving us. God's kindness to us motivated him to send Jesus to the cross, to die in our place and take our sin and shame on on himself so that we could be free, so that we could come into the relationship with our Father that we'd always been made for, to be dearly loved sons and daughters. God's kindness to us has provoked him and moved him to pour his Holy Spirit out on his people. Isn't that just amazing? You can't get much more kind than that, that God's kindness would move him to send his son on our behalf, to rescue us. There is so much in the scripture about God's kindness to us. And you can see it also in the life of Jesus. Jesus is the exact representation of the father. So if you want to know what the father's like, you can look at the life of Jesus. And throughout the gospels, there are so many examples of Jesus' kindness to us. I just picked out three on this picture behind me. I don't know if you can recognize them, but first of all, Zacchaeus. Jesus was kind to to Zacchaeus. How was he kind to Zacchaeus? How was Jesus kind to Zacchaeus? Shout out to me. Brilliant. Brilliant summary of the the Bible. I'm coming to your house for the sandwich. This guy who was rejected by society, who was shunned by society, who was not liked, Jesus picked him out and said, I'm going to come and spend some time at your house today. Kindness of God revealed in that moment. What about the woman with the alabaster jar who poured it Over Jesus' feet. How was Jesus kind to her? Well, he was kind to her because whilst the disciples were rebuking her for what she had done and saying, you should have given that money somewhere else, Jesus actually spoke up and rebuked his disciples and says, guys, you've got it all wrong. In fact, what he says is, whatever the gospel is preached, her story will be told. It's the kindness of God in that moment. And lastly, Peter. Peter, when he had messed up big time and denied Jesus three times... And when Jesus had come back to life again, how was he kind to Peter? Well, he sought Peter out to have breakfast with him. And he went for a walk with him, and he asked him three times, Do you love me? And Peter said, You know I love you, Lord. Every time he was able to say, I love you, cancelled out one of the times he would said I don't know who Jesus is. Jesus' kindness to Peter restored him to his place of influence and significance in the church. Isn't that amazing? Jesus is unbelievably kind to us. I think the question is are we noticing and thanking him for his kindness? Are we noticing his kindness in our lives and regularly taking time to thank him? He is always kind to his people. And when we are kind, we get to look a bit like him. And lastly, before we have a fun activity together, I just want to focus in on how powerful it is to be kind with our words. Being kind with our words. You know, we can, we can represent God and be kind to other people through a whole host of different ways. And the tsunami of love coins that we're giving away are an example of that. There's so many different ways that we can express kindness to the people around us. But I just want to focus in on real quick the importance of being kind with our words. Ephesians 4.29 says this, Let everything you say... Everyone say everything. everything. Let everything you say be good and helpful... Oh, dear. That's why we need to be remaining in the vine. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to, to those who hear them. And then Proverbs 18:21, the tongue can bring death or life. What we say really matters. I remember when I was at school, I used to hear this phrase banded about a lot. I don't know if you've heard it before. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Anyone heard that? And essentially, it was banded about when people were being mean to each other. And what it's saying is, look, if you threw sticks and stones at me, you might might impact my life, you might hurt me, but your words aren't going to impact me. Let me just tell you, the Bible very, very seriously disagrees with that statement very seriously disagrees with that statement. The Bible actually teaches us it really matters what you say and that your words are powerful. And the truth is that when we use our words to be kind to people, what, what, what is possible is that we can actually literally put life into people, we can literally put courage into people, we can literally strengthen people, we can literally change whole atmospheres with our words because our words are powerful. And there was a prophetic, a prophetic sense this morning that even as we're looking to be kind to the people around us, that it, actually kindness is going to be the key that unlocks situations in our families, in our workplaces. Where we need breakthrough, there is something about kindness that is going to bring an unlocking. I just want to share a couple of stories to illustrate how powerful our kind words can be, and then we're going to be kind to each other. First is this. there was a te- There's a teacher in this school who I was talking to, and she told me about a situation where... Uh, She has uh, one of our young people from the King's Arms in her Year 7 class, or she did have, Zach Johnson, uh, who some of you will know. And she had had a bit of a difficult lesson. She'd had to uh, uh, discipline a couple of the kids in her class, and she'd taken them outside and she'd disciplined the kids. And as they were coming back in, these two kids were being very rude to her as they came in the room, moaning about how mean she'd been to them because she'd separated them from each other. And all the class could hear. At which point she told me that Zach stood up in the class and started saying this, No! Miss isn't being nasty. She's actually really nice to you. Can't you see how nice she's being? And you're throwing it back in her face. And as he sat down, the whole class applauded him. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Amazing courage. Amazing courage from one of our young people that shifted the entire atmosphere because of his kind words. Another story, a friend of mine who's in the healthcare sector, who's been on the TSM team this last year, was running a training day for some of the sisters on her ward, and she wasn't particularly looking forward to it, but she thought, I'm going to try something we do at TSM, uh, one of the activations, and it's called speed encouragement. And what happens is you get with a partner, you have 30 seconds to really encourage the person in front of you, and then a buzzer goes, and then the other person has 30 seconds to really encourage that person, and then you all swap around. And she thought, I'm going to take a risk, I'm going to give it a go. So. She had her, had her team with her, and uh, they are senior leaders in her department, and she gave this a go, and it was amazing. And she said, she said this, it went so well, the atmosphere shifted so quickly, and I couldn't get people to stop talking. <laughs> Historically, our sisters' meetings are really negative, but this day ended with everyone saying how positive it was. Wow. Our words are... Pa- isn't that amazing? <laughs> so good. Our words are powerful. When we are kind with our words, there is power behind what we say. It's supernatural. And I wonder if for some of us, even this week, as we are kind with our words, something is going to break open. Breakthrough is going to come with our family, our friends, our workplaces. And so we're just going to have a little bit of practice at being kind with our words. Is that okay? So the suspense is over. Uh, Here are some post-it notes. You should all have six post-it notes on your chair. And uh, what we're going to do in just a minute is we are going to get into teams or groups of three or four people. No, scratch that, four or five. About four or five people. Maybe meet someone you haven't met before. Yeah, all right. This will show you something of what we're going to do, but not that glamorous, okay? So in groups of four or five people, and this is what we're going to do. You're going to take a moment to write something encouraging for someone in your group on a post-it note. It could be a piece of scripture. It could be something you already know about them, you just want to encourage them in. It could be that you've asked God for something specifically for them in that moment. And kids, I know that you hear from God really brilliantly, so... Be listening out to God for what he wants to say to the people in your group as well. And you're going to write something down, and you're going to take the post-it note off and stick it on the person that it's for, on their arm or their feet, or if you want to be cheeky like me in this situation, on Marco's glasses. And you're going to stick it, and then you're going to write another one for someone else in your group, and you're going to stick it on them. And hopefully, within about five minutes, we will all have maybe five or six words of encouragement and kindness on us. If we then have time, you're going to take your post-it notes off and you're going to read out what people have written about you so that everyone else can hear what they've said, okay? So that you can be encouraged yourself, but you're also going to be encouraging others, okay? So the first thing we need to do is get into groups of four or five, get to know each other if you don't know each other, and then go for it. Write down some encouraging things and stick it gently on the people in your group.